Subtle skills, big results. Welcome to the Ninja Selling Podcast. Welcome back to the Ninja Selling Podcast. Matt and Garrett here with you again today. Matt, I say we jump right in. People get to hear the spiel of all the stuff that we talk about all the time about things they should go check out and coaching and installations. And let's go right in. Yeah, they know where to find it. It's in the show notes if you need it. Yeah, you can go find it. It's all there. We're going to jump straight in today. And I appreciate everybody being with us. We're going to talk about skill set time. This came up for me, Matt, because in any marketplace, there are certain times that are mindset times. There are certain times that are you know time to take action and like get going. And there's certain times to like sharpen your axe and make sure that your skills are really honed in and really functioning on a high level. And I'm looking at that right now. I'm watching the marketplace adjust, shift around a little bit, whatever terms you want to use. And at the end of the day, you need to have some pretty sharp skills, both for buyers and for sellers coming up here right now. And so Matt, that's what I, I wanted to chat with about today. Yeah, I'm excited to go into this particularly coming off of our last episode there where we pretty much hammered home the need for the mindset part. The skill set thing came up for me. I was having a conversation with someone who said, oh yeah, my broker said I should probably start thinking about shifting to kind of like more buyers than focusing on sellers. And I said, why? Being a skilled listing agent is going to only become more critical and more beneficial for sellers, meaning more and more sellers are going to want that top agent. Particularly if we are seeing inventory rise, that means there's more new listings coming on. So there's more opportunity to be a really good listing agent. So for me, I was like, why are we not leaning into sharpening that skill of just being an amazing listing agent for this person anyway? I think the skills are needed across the board, of course. So yeah, let's go into this like skill set. So Matt, this may burn a little bit. <laughs> that you're saying this, when you have somebody that says, my manager's telling me that maybe I need to shift my business over to a little bit more like buyer side right now, I would say the people that look at the marketplace in that way, instead of sharpening my axe because people are going to really need help that need to sell right now, it's going to be a tougher market for them. And they just go like, well, where's the easier business right now? Oh, the easier business is I should be working with more buyers. The easier business than what we were just in was we should have been working with more listings. Okay, I got it over there. I find the people that look at the business, look at their business model in that way of kind of like just shift over here to where the easier business is to do. And this is where it's going to burn. There's kind of a mediocrity that you never really get to be an expert and a trusted advisor in the entire aspect of real estate when you're just trying to go like, oh, easier path over here to sell some homes. Okay, I'm going to go this way. Oh, this way now? Okay, I'm going to go over. Oh, now it's short sales. Oh, short sales is my easy path right now. Okay, I'm just going to go that way. Oh, then oh, short sales died. Now I can't do those anymore. Now I'm going to be an expert. Be the expert in all chosen aspects of this. When somebody needs to sell, I want you to sit back and say, I've got a system that's going to help you sell in this marketplace. Oh, you want to buy? Well, it's a different marketplace, but I have a system that's going to help you to buy. Oh, you're behind on your payments and you're underwater and like we're going to have to short sale this house. I have a system that can help you with that. It's not just when it's convenient. And I find that when you're kind of shifting around like that, Matt, like you're just kind of going to the convenient marketplace instead of really being a professional in your industry. Because the truth is, if you have the skills, anything's easy. I mean, if your skill set is there, well, if it's easier to handle buyers now, but you're a highly skilled listing agent, listings are easy for you. 
you're the one that's below the average stays on market. You're the one that's higher than the average price point. You're the one that's higher than average customer satisfaction with that stuff. I mean, let's remove our focus from the averages because the definition of average is exactly the word itself. Like if you want to track with the average, you're an average agent. Facts. You don't want to be average. You're listening to this because you want to be exceptional. You want to be amazing. You've found Ninja, which is a system that will work in any market. So let's dive into the skills, Garrett. What are the skills? Where do we need to begin to build a strong skill set? Well, I think first and foremost, you got to look at what are your systems. Yeah. So with like when I'm looking at Ninja, like I know skill sets for me is like, okay, so we've got a 10-step buyer's process. By the way, that's a skill set that should have been really, really, really honed in in the last couple of years that we've been in, is that that buyer process should be something that's running on all cylinders. Systems that have been let go right now, but should have been being kept strong the entire time, is the Sweet 16 listing presentation and the pre-listing interviews that are taught, that we teach. Those are the skills right now. That again, it doesn't matter what the market is, inventory growing, whatnot. Like this is the fundamental stuff when I talk about building your skill set. This is where I say you should always have these sharp. But a lot of people have some pretty dull axes out there right now when it comes to, let's say, working with listings because it's been easy. I agree. And by the way, these systems, for those of you who are saying, hey, what is the pre-listing interview? Buy the Ninja Selling book. It's all in the back there in the appendix. Everything that we talk, so we're not going to reiterate it here because you can go pick it up for like 20 bucks for the book and you have all the systems right there spelled out. 10 steps, 16 step, pre-listing, packets, all the things. So Garrett, one thing I see not enough agents do and the ones that are true experts doing is practicing with other agents. Getting together once a week with a couple other agents and saying, hey, let's run through the buyer process. Let's practice the pre-listing interview. There is a certain, certain objections that are out there in the marketplace right now. Can one of you kind of play the role of the client so that we can sharpen our skill on that objection? For example, if you're working with buyers and they're saying, well, I don't know what to do with mortgage rates rising, like let's practice that. Let's not just try to come up with what the answer is because it'll be different depending on each buyer. Let's practice going through the act of asking discovery questions to better understand why that might be a challenge for somebody. That is something that everyone can do right now. You can go into our podcast community and probably find a partner. There's 8,300 of you in there. So I'm sure someone would be willing to practice with you. And it'd be powerful to pull somebody from a different marketplace because we all sit back and go, well, their marketplace is different than ours, so they don't understand. Or they're in a different price point. It's different than the price point that I'm in. And we have all these reasons and rules about why like, I need to have somebody just like me or somebody in my marketplace. And that's not the case. You need someone to be able to run the systems with. You need somebody to be able to work the dialogues. You need to have somebody that's going to question you and go like, I don't understand why we asked that question. Because your clients will question you. They will. And like, why is that important? Why are you even going down that path? And it's like, you need to have someone to work through that and really get sharp on what these skills are for and why we're handling them. Because people are going to need it. Like They are going to need an expert in their field right now. That is a 100%. Yeah. So Garrett, then on top of getting together to just practice these things, what else do we need to be doing to make sure that we keep this axe sharpened or to sharpen it if we haven't been paying attention to it? 
I think more than anything right now is you need to start doing research on what's really happening in the marketplace. I've been sitting here thinking about years past and marketplaces that we've been in like this before. I'm going to call out Joanne DeLeon. Her husband is the one who created Focus First. Some of you may be familiar with Focus First out there and the systems that help you analyze the marketplace. And I'll never forget when I was first introduced to the systems of Focus First before Focus First was Focus First, like well before that was ever offered to the public. Joanne was speaking at a a conference that I was at, and she's showing these systems that her husband created that helped her analyze the marketplace. Joanne was a notorious overpricer. Like that was something she was really good at, was overpricing homes, letting them sit on the marketplace for too long. And in a marketplace that it was okay for a home to sit on the market for 90 to 100 days. Like that was a normal market back then that she was in. What Joanne nailed down with the help of her husband, Tim, and these systems was that all of a sudden her average days on market was 30. Every home. She had a spreadsheet. I remember sitting down and saying like, this is what the market average is out there. By the way, look at all of mine. And it was so funny because there was one that was like a hundred and some odd days. And everybody was like, well, what happened with that one? She goes, oh yeah, that's one that I decided not to use my systems on and be like, maybe I'm missing something. I'm going to try this over here. And she accumulated all these days. She's like, that was dumb going back to my systems. And she had this proven track record. And that's in a marketplace where a lot of people had weaker skills. They were not taking the time to get better. They were just kind of doing the same thing they've always done and going, well, this is kind of the way this market is right now. And Joanne and Tim sat down and said, no, it doesn't have to be that way. We need to understand what's going on. We need to help educate the people on what's going on. And the minute they could do that, people could make smart decisions. And I see that in these marketplace, the marketplace that we're entering into right now, part of a good skill set is really being able to help somebody interpret what's going on. Whether you hire a system like Focus First, what I was selling, I had a day every month that I just sat and ripped our marketplace apart. I looked at every aspect of what was selling, what was not selling, price points that were selling. Sometimes it was upper price points, lower price points. Sometimes there was like an island mat in the middle. There'd be like a price point of like about 100,000 that was just cranking. And it was like, well, what makes that happen? Like I remember in Grants Pass, we had six to 700,000 in a very strong buyer's market. Six to 700,000 was a total seller's market. Like homes, you couldn't keep them on the marketplace. It was all the retirees coming up from San Francisco, Los Angeles, moving up, selling million dollar houses and coming up and paying cash for six to $700,000 houses. We couldn't keep them on the market. That was our riverfront properties that were in Grants Pass. Only way I knew that was sitting down and doing the numbers. And if anybody knows me, I am not a detailed research type of guy. It's just not my thing. But you asked questions because it wasn't just knowing the numbers. You also said, why is this happening? I am a questioner. I question everything almost to a fault. But my main mindset around that was, how can I help guide my people? And the way I can help guide them is providing them all the information so that whatever things they got going on in their life right now, they can make a smart decision. That was my number one goal. And this is the time. This, if you want to be really skilled in this marketplace, get educated right now. I love that. And there's so many areas where you can dive into education. I mean, it's knowing the numbers, knowing the type of product that's on the market, because a lot of these swings, particularly when we move from 
low inventory to increasing inventory. A lot of that product that's coming on the market might be different than the type of product we've seen. I heard in one market too, a builder basically dumped 40 brand new homes on the market at once. It's like, well, that's interesting. What does that do to the market? And people say, oh, well, they must be taking them at a loss. Well, why did they get on there? Was it because they were under contract with other buyers at a lower price before, but as mortgage rates went up, those buyers no longer could afford. So they dropped out of the contract and now the builder is actually going to make more money, even though it seems like they're selling for less. I don't know. Maybe, right? You got to dig into that. Talk about another change. These are the types of things that you can start to research. It does take time. And this is where time blocking becomes incredibly powerful. So to be able to tune these skills, to spend this time practicing with other agents, spend this time doing research requires that at the beginning of the week, you set aside the time to go and do that. We're not talking about you know 10 hours a week of practice and research, but a couple of hours is going to do wonders for your skill set. Well, and understanding how this marketplace is changing, I was laughing because the other day I was on a call And they were talking about the different things they're seeing in their marketplace right now. And I thought it was fascinating. They brought up, Matt, that the builders in their marketplaces are starting to offer incentives back to the real estate agents to to like participate in their homes. Go back a year ago when they were like, realtors? Yeah, we're not even going to pay you a commission. You're out. I was like, what a shift. That is so great to see that come back. And it's also like, yeah, do you have egg on your face? Like, do you realize what you did here a while back? Well, I find what's interesting about that is realtors like we always remember. Yeah, you do. And you're still going to go and you're still going to sell those houses and you're not going to do anything about it because you're going to serve your client. And builders know that. They're not dumb. You'll complain on social media. You'll do all the things. Not to say that it's right or wrong. I mean, this goes back to my whole thing that like co-op fees should just go out the window. Buyers should pay their agent. There's a lot more to that. So don't put words in my mouth. Oh my gosh, Matt, here we go. There's a lot more to that than just that, but I, that can solve a lot of things, figuring out a solution around there. But Garrett, on the skill set side of that, if those are the things that cause your issues, so then making sure you have your business structure set up so that whatever changes, co-op fees and all that stuff, you're good. Talked to a new coaching client the other day. She's like, oh yeah, standard in our market is X and my buyers always pay me Y. I said, all the time? She said, all the time. We get a buyer agreement signed, they understand my value, and they're happy to pay it. Fantastic. That is someone who's honed a skill, right? And that's the result of having a skill. With that skill, Matt, like it doesn't matter. Whatever the builders decide to do, it's like, fine, do that. That's your business model. Great. I'm still going to bring you buyers because I got a system that works for me. It's not like I'm sitting there going like, oh, how are we going to make this work? That realtor figured out a solution. Yeah. That's where you can even dive into each of these processes, honing a very particular skill as well. The third thing I'll add, Garrett, so we had practice, research. The third thing I'm going to add is accountability of your actions. So get together with an agent in your office or somewhere else and hold each other accountable for doing something each week to practice and to research. You can do all the accountability for the other stuff too. But I want you to find someone who will hold you accountable for doing these things because we're talking about building your skill set. So outside of your skill set group, your practice group, I want you to meet with somebody else and say, hey, did you practice this skill this week? Did you research this stuff? What did you find? Let's compare our notes on that. Great. What are we going to do over the next week? This could be a 15, 30-minute meeting with your accountability partner to make sure that you guys are doing the things to build this skill, which is going to Oh man. I mean, 
I'm actually now getting excited, Garrett, because imagine all of these realtors, all of y'all who are listening to us, all of a sudden developing this skill set. What is it going to look like as we go into Q4 later this year with all of these ninjas out there with his incredible skill set? It's going to be a pretty cool thing. Oh, it's amazing. And I think that, you know, Matt, you're talking about pairing up with somebody in your office, like to make sure it's going to happen or, you know, be accountable to each other. You know, when it comes to understanding the market and doing your research, a great thing you can do is divide up with a couple of your professionals. And you got to have trusted people. If somebody's not going to participate or not show up in this, you need to clear those people out really quick and bring in ones that you're going to be able to trust and rely on. But Let's say um, you take a given marketplace. I'm just going to use Grants Pass because that's where I was selling. I used to do that research and break it into four quarters, you know, Northeast, Northwest, Southeast, Southwest. And I could easily have divided that up with another agent in the office and say, Here, here's the parameters. Here's how we're going to do the search criteria. And here, Mark, you do the North side. I'll do the South side. We'll get together and talk through it over lunch once a month. Maybe we bring in another agent or maybe two and be like, okay, you take that quadrant, I'll take this quadrant, this one, this one, let's get together and let's discuss what we see going on here and what's happening. Nice thing about this is you've got more people now invested. You've got the wealth and knowledge of what a handful of people are seeing. You're analyzing the data, not just reacting to what somebody is telling you. And again, it can be very healthy. That same group, you can sit down and say, Let's talk through the buyer's process right now. This is a skill we need to get really good at. And hey, at lunch today, once a month, let's rip this thing apart. Let's take sections of it apart and really get good at it. This isn't an opportunity right now to be doing this. But going back to our last podcast, we don't want to be reactionary. And my hope is, is that as all of you are moving forward, these are things you should be doing all the time. Not just because the marketplace is depicting that this is what we need to get good at right now. If you really want to be a, a long-term professional, these are skills that you should always be working on. You should always be honing them and making sure that they're as awesome as they can possibly be. Somebody made the joke to me the other day. It's actually one of our coaches. And she said, man, she goes, you think gas prices are going to get high enough for people to really get good at the 10-step buyer's process? Like, yeah. I mean, obviously, we don't want to be driving around showing homes that nobody's going to buy or they're not writing offers or they're not writing good offers. 10-step buyer's process will help you with that. Instead of showing 15 homes, we showed three, wrote an offer. Thought it was a funny comment. That's more of a reactionary side too. Like, oh, now it's time to get good. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I agree with that. I think that's something you got to build into this is that skill matters all the time. Don't wait for something to get so bad or so good that you start working on that skill. Gas prices is a great example of that because I've actually had agents say like, I don't know if I want to work with buyers because gas prices are so high. It's no problem. Do your 10-step buyer process and you won't waste gas. You'll use it productively. And you'll have a business that can handle $6, $7 a gallon gas. Not that we want to handle that forever. By the time we release this episode, Matt, it'll be like eight or nine. We should plan ahead. Oh, man. Well, Garrett, I think this has been great. I think this is tangible, tactical things that Everyone here listening, you can take this and deploy it into your business right now. Build that skill set, combine it with that vision that you have, that belief system that you have that your your business and your life is going to be what you want it to be, regardless of the rest of the world. And you're going to put distance on your competition in this game. 
by the end of the year, there's going to be a big difference between the pros who are honing skills and the novices, regardless of years in the industry, who are just flying by the seat of their pants. Agreed. Cool. Well, hey, Garrett, thanks for bringing this topic up. Thanks, everybody, for listening. You guys know the drill, facebook.com slash group slash the Ninja Selling Podcast for our community, ninjaselling.com for installations, coaching, and more. Appreciate you guys a whole lot. Thank you for listening to us, and we'll catch you on the next one. Thank you, everybody. If you enjoyed today's episode and would like more, visit us at the ninjasellingpodcast.com. There you will also find links for more information about ninja selling and coaching. Have an incredible day.